0: We've come a long way, but we still have a lot of work. to do. And the only way that we're going to keep the needle moving, you have to speak up and advocate for your son and daughter and make sure that they have the life and dreams and goals that they
1: want. Hey there! I'm Sandy Deppish, and this is the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Each week, I talk with a parent who has a child with a disability. They share their biggest challenge, their greatest joy, and their hopes and dreams for the future. You'll learn about resources available to you and discover helpful hints and tips. If you want to be inspired and encouraged, stick around. Let's walk the road less traveled together. guys welcome back to the show so excited for you to have the opportunity to hear the rest of ricky broussard's story we pick back up with ricky sharing his greatest joy
0: my greatest joy is just helping out individuals or or family members helping them figure out what they need help with Mm -hmm. and i guess right now um my favorite joy is going into the schools and talking to the students because I get to see the students every day. There is a young lady in one of the one of the classes, is, she said, when she first met me or whatever, she said, I wanna do what Mr. Ricky's doing. I wanna help and do like he's doing. I wanna teach like he's doing. And I can tell the difference from the beginning Until now. And when you, when you see the joy on their face and stuff, that's, that's my reward.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. So I want to share that what you do is you work with Imagine Enterprises doing something called pre-employment transition services in conjunction with the Texas Workforce Commission, That is going into the high schools and working with individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities, helping them learn, as you said, self-advocacy, self-determination skills. Also, helping them to understand that they have strengths and abilities that transfer to employable skills in the workplace. You begin each lesson with the students by helping them say the self-advocacy definition, which is?
0: Know what you want how to get it, who to talk to, speak up for yourself, get help when you need it.
1: The students from day one are starting to understand at a very easy to understand level what it means to be a self-advocate. If you do those five things, they'll start speaking up for themselves. And then at the end of every lesson, the motto is,
0: I have a voice to make a choice about my future
1: love that love that so much regardless of somebody's challenges regardless of somebody's support needs everybody has a right to make a choice Mm -hmm. for their future
0: and you know i want everybody to know that we all speak different and when i say different you may have someone that just make noise but if you are around that person Long enough, you know that sound, and when they make that certain sound, you know what that sound means. Or they may speak to you by their body language. They may raise an eyebrow, and you know what that is. Mm -hmm. But we all communicate different because somebody may use a communication board. Somebody may just have to have a piece of paper to write stuff down. Right. So we all speak different.
1: And that brings up something I want to mention, too. So even with the opportunities you have to work with the students, you also utilize a service called Supported Employment, which my son uses as well. And through the Texas Workforce Commission— there are job coaches available. Jobs can be carved for individuals who might need additional supports to be able to be employed in the workplace. But the message here is, everybody, everybody has skills that will allow Every, them to work.
0: Everybody has skills, and it allow them to work, and they can. Work. And you know, they just need to. One, you have to have the drive to want to work. Two, you have to have the support that you need. But what I really want to stress is, yes, your son and daughter can work. And they can work and get paid. If they have to have part of their job carved out, it can be done. And yes, they can earn money.
1: Right. Exactly. And one of my favorite examples of that is I remember walking into a Hobby Lobby store and seeing a gentleman in a chair who I'm assuming was a non-speaker because he had a big button on his chair, on the tray of his chair. And when I walked in, he pressed the button that said, welcome to Hobby Lobby. And when people left the store, he pressed another button that said, thank you for shopping at Hobby Lobby. Have a nice day. And I thought that was amazing. The smile on that man's face was the biggest smile I've seen. And he brought so much joy to people. And I can imagine how that felt for him to be able to be working and having a purpose. That's what we want for everybody. We want everybody to know they all have a purpose and they all can contribute and they all can be an active member of society regardless of their challenges. We're all here to support each other.
0: We're giving back just like everybody everybody else. And we're also paying taxes just like everybody else. Because I pay taxes, you pay taxes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We we, you know, we all pay taxes.
1: Right. Yeah. Work is extremely important. And it's something that everybody has the right to be able to do.
0: And they just need to give their son or daughter or nephew or whoever it is that have a disability. If they want to work, let them work because they can do it. They just need to have... People they know, people they trust. You know, help them get the job that they want. You just have to be willing to, you know, support them. Because trust me, I failed on some things, and you know, we all failed, But we all we all learn from our mistakes, right? Uh, so i uh, I thank you, and I really uh, thank. Imagine. For giving me the opportunity to work,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Imagine is amazing, and and you do an amazing job with Imagine. So I want to ask you if you have any helpful hints or tips that you use to stay positive whenever things get really hard. You're a pretty well, positive guy, anyway. Uh,
0: well, one of the things that I, one of the things that I, you know, that I say is, yes. Yes, I can do this. And remember, it's okay to ask for help when you need help. Because a lot of people with disabilities, they don't want to ask for help because I want to say it's a it's a pride thing. But it's okay. Sometimes we got to swallow that pride. Even though we don't want to, we have to swallow that pride and say, okay, I need some help. And it's okay to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So is there a product or a resource that you can share that has impacted your world in a positive way? Besides cable TV and cell phone?
0: <laughs> and being uh, able
1: to buy the beverages of your choice?
0: <laughs> uh, there's a lot of resources. Uh, I want to thank Imagine for, you know, giving me the opportunity to work. And um Imagine has a lot of resources, and the Arc of Texas has a lot of resources, and the Ark of Gulf Close has a lot of resources. And, and believe it or not, on the DD Council's uh, website, they have a lot of resources that you can go to, to.
1: Yes, and you're involved in something that parents in this area might want to know about, your self-advocacy groups. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
0: I have my um, my local self advocacy group, and it's with people with disabilities. And we have a meeting every month, every second Tuesday. We meet at the Friendswood Library.
1: And what is the purpose of the self advocacy group? What do you guys do?
0: We have special guests come in and you know talk to us and. We have a conference that we go to every year, and and what that is is we it's it's a lot of self advocates from all over the state of Texas, and we, you know we uh, we get together and we uh, we put on we put on a workshop, and um and it's and it's just for people with disabilities. And you know we get together and see a lot of a lot of our friends that we that we don't get to see every day. We get get to see them, you know, one, uh, once a year, and we all get together and have a good time. We uh put on a workshop. We have a dance, and um we have a, a awards banquet that night too, and so yeah.
1: It's a great time. Yeah. And so for those in the area that have a son or daughter, I believe they have to be 18. Is that right? For the self-advocacy group?
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 18. Yeah.
1: Okay. Then I would highly encourage them to look at more information about the self-advocacy group, because not only do you have speakers come in, but you guys have social events as well. We have
0: social events. We, we may want to do bowling. A matter of fact, they just went, to uh Astrid's game um this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh like I said we go we go to Astros game, we do bowling, we do we do fun stuff together.
1: Right. Yeah, that's really great. So what are your hopes and dreams for the future?
0: For myself, my hopes and dreams is for me to continue to live on my own and, you know, maybe one day I would love to, you know, have my own house and you know have a front yard, have a backyard and you know, and invite family and friends over and you know, just like, okay, I made it.
1: Yeah. I think you already have made it, Ricky. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're a pretty incredible guy, so if you were sitting with someone who is just about to step in your shoes and walk the path you've walked, what encouragement would you give them?
0: one of the one of the things I would say um don't give up and reach for the stars and um, don't forget it's okay to ask for help,
1: yeah. That's huge. And and speaking of asking for help, I'm going to put a link to some of the ways that people can reach out to Imagine Enterprises and contact them for more information. But also, I wanted to mention that you've been the recipient of multiple awards, and there's a bill that you were instrumental in advocating for. You've been to the Capitol multiple times to speak in front of the legislature at the legislative sessions. You're a mover and a shaker, in this world. And I wanna put a link to a lot of those things so people can know about you, a little bit more about you. I know the ADA had their, was their 50th anniversary? And tell us just briefly about that.
0: They had their 50th anniversary and I did a speech that was, up, that was on Wait and um, myself and some other people, uh, some other self-advocates like myself. We did a speech on it, and it and it was pretty cool to do that. Mm-hmm. To let people know is we've come a long way, but we still have a lot of work to. Do. And the only way that we're going to keep the needle moving, you have to speak up and advocate for your son and daughter, and make sure that they have the life and dreams and goals that they want. I tell everybody when I'm on the board is to make sure with people with disabilities, make sure we're at the table from the beginning all the way to the end because they're making decisions about us, about our lives. And when, when they're making those big decisions, we need to be at the table not, not in the end, not in the middle.'t don't, don't have us come in. You already made these, these made these decisions. We need to be at the table while you're making those decisions. So when everything is already starting to roll, we're already at the table telling yes, yes or no, or yes, let's do this or let or let, or let's do it this way. We have to be at the table from the beginning to the end.
1: Love that. Yes. Thank you so much, Ricky. I really appreciate everything you've shared here today. And I also want to put links to some of the boards that you're on.
0: I sit on the architects of up there in Austin, their uh, GA committee, uh, meeting and
1: APC. And then real briefly, let me ask you, because I know this might be something parents might be interested in as well. You go to Toastmasters. Tell us a little bit about Toastmasters.
0: Oh, oh, wow. Toastmasters is a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful group to be in. And what Toastmasters is, it's a group of people without disabilities. And because in, in my club, I'm the only person in my club with a disability. We have roles that we play and they help you, uh, Get up in front of a group and, you know, speak because you have to you have to do speeches. You have to do all this stuff. And it's it's just your friend, whoever's in that Toastmasters club with you. But I suggest to everybody to go to Toastmasters and learn about Toastmasters because Toastmasters is. It's a good club to belong to because Toastmasters can help you get up in front of a group and, you know, talk.
1: And feel confident presenting your message and yeah. then taking it to the legislative sessions and making big changes. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's what you've done. <laughs> I,
0: I want to say this. Without, imagine, without Miss Betty and Noreen and everybody, there's no way I can do all the stuff that I'm doing now. Is because, believe it or not, at first, everybody was giving me the pushback. Let's say, like I said earlier, what if you fall or whatever? And I say, okay, if I fall, I'll call, call somebody and, you know, help me get up. Because what I did is, I went to the police department, and they had me to fill out a form and, you know, say where I live. So if there's a fire or whatever, I can call Robert or I can call Ron because they they don't say that far for me. But if I do need the police department or the fire department, when I call them and they pull up my name, they know where my apartment is they they know they have the right to come in and kick the door in or whatever. So I'm already set up. So in case something does happen, I'm okay.
1: That's really I, great.
0: But before my staff leave at night, they make sure that I have my cell phone. So if I need them, all I have to do is call them and, and they'll come in and write over. But like I said, I have it set up but the police department, the fire department, you know, all of it, it's it's all set up already.
1: That's a really great tip. I wanted to mention you talked about Noreen, but you didn't say who Noreen was.
0: Noreen is she is a very good friend of mine, and you know she's given me the opportunity to work because I I used to sit on Imagine's board, and before I really started working for Imagine. I used to sit on Imagine board. Janine Larry, who I mentioned a little bit earlier, she used to work for
1: Noreen. And Noreen is the one Uh, who started Imagine Enterprises over 25 years ago.
0: No, Noreen is the one that, you know, started Imagine a long, long time ago. And she's uh, she's the executive director of Imagine. And she, you know, she's given me the opportunity to, you know, work. And uh, I've been working for, imagine what, for 12 years now. So, you know, uh, I give all the kudos and props to Noreen and Imagine to, you know, give me the opportunity to work.
1: Yes, that's awesome. And also to Sandy, the other Sandy, who does a whole lot to help you
0: yeah, um, without Sandy and Noreen and Imagine, period, and you two, uh, Sandy Deppish, I couldn't do all the stuff that I do now. So I um, I thank y'all every day and I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, we're happy to be here right alongside you, Ricky. You're amazing. Can't say that enough. And we're so proud of you and all that you do to make a difference for others.
0: Somebody's got to do it, so uh, <laughs> I like doing it because I like to see, you know, people work, especially people with disabilities, instead of letting them stay home and be at a circle workshop all day, you know?
1: Yeah, fun. and you know what, that, that brings this other thought up to mind that I've talked to some other people on the podcast about, and this will be the last question, I promise So some people who have an individual with a disability that is getting an SSI check, they don't want their son or daughter to work because they know that if they bring in an income, that's going to decrease their SSI check. And so they feel like it's easier to allow them to just be at home and not work so that that check doesn't get reduced.
0: I'm here to tell you that your son or daughter, whoever it is, and they're receiving their SSI check, yes, they can can work. And they they can work and not lose their uh, social security.
1: Right. So there's a lot of math to it, lots of stuff that's above my head that we don't quite understand, but we know people who know exactly how it works.
0: We know people that know people that that (laughs) help you work all through that bureaucracy stuff.
1: Yes, because the end result is working in conjunction with getting your SSI check. At the end of the day, you bring home more money than you would if you just had your SSI check. And you have a more fulfilling life. Yes. And you're around other people and you're having some independence, et cetera. So we encourage everybody to work, right, Ricky? Yes, we do. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, Ricky. We greatly appreciate you.
0: And I want to, I want to say to you, Miss Annie, thank you for letting me be on your podcast. And thank you very much.
1: Here are the takeaways from today's show. Number one, Our self-advocacy definition is, know what you want, how to get it, who to talk to, speak up for yourself, and get help when you need it. Two, our motto for self-advocacy is, I have a voice to make a choice about my future. Regardless of somebody's challenges, regardless of somebody's support needs, everybody has a right to make a choice for their future. Three, your son or daughter with a disability can work. If they have to have part of their job carved out, it can be done. They just need to have the drive to want to work and the support that they'll need. Four, everybody has a purpose. Everyone can contribute. Everyone can be an active member of society, regardless of their challenges. Five, we're all here to support each other. Six, work is extremely important, and it's something that everybody has the right to be able to do. Seven. If your son or daughter wants to work, let them work, because they can do it. They just need to have people they know and people they trust to help them get the job that they want. You just have to be willing to support them. Eight. It's okay to ask for help if you need help. Sometimes we've got to swallow that pride, even though we don't want to, and say, I need some help. Nine. Don't give up. Reach for the stars. Don't forget, it's okay to ask for help. Ten. We've come a long way, but we still have a lot of work to do, and the only way we're going to keep the needle moving, you have to speak up and advocate for your son or daughter. Make sure they have the life and dreams and goals that they want. Thanks for listening to the Embrace the Blessing podcast. Visit EmbraceTheBlessing.com slash podcast for show notes and links to any resources mentioned. If this has been beneficial to you, please share it with a friend or post it on your social media pages. Join me next Wednesday for more inspiring stories from people just like you.